good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the std here in deckerville as always with me is phil nickel we're flying duo tonight. Duo right duo. now. The we're old Silver duo. Tavern, Deckerville. It is the Michigan holiday as when we record this, which is November 15th, opening day of gun deer season. Yes. And uh, what an adventure that's been. I took the day off work today, and I don't know if I'll go back tomorrow, honestly. I'm not feeling it. Wouldn't blame me if you didn't. I, I was thinking about it. I, I, mean, I went to work today and don't know if I'll go back tomorrow. <laughs> I had a nice day. I came up here and had lunch and sat around with some friends, friends of the show. Jason McConaughey was up here, Jeff McConaughey, his brother, and hung out with them, hung out with Joey. He's, he's the bar owner. It's his birthday today, by the way. So. Oh, dang. Yes, so Joey's birthday is today. I had to go home and take a nap. Let's put it that way before the show, because if not, I don't think it, I don't think I would have been successful. Well, you know, the podcast would still be successful. Right, but right, but not me, not you myself. You may not have stayed awake. I, I might have a hard time with that. Of course... That one, t- that one week we did the show, and I was on what I thought was my deathbed early, but I rallied, and those turned out to be pretty good shows. I don't know if you remember that one or not. Yeah, you did. You did very, very well, coming back strong. Just stronger than ever. So you can email the podcast at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com or pineapplenipplearsoul at gmail.com. And if you don't know the email, email us, and I'll send you a card with our email address on it. Yes. Send a self-esteem self-addressed stomped envelope to the silver tavern in deckerville yes and then we will send you a card back that has all of that information on it so you can look up the you can look up the address for the old silver tavern deckerville on on them internets and just send them a self-addressed stomped envelope care of pna podcast express and we'll we'll know what to do at that point if you could send it care of pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com Gmail. <laughs> 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 or if you just want a card from the show, email us with your address. You know Absolutely. what? I might, even, I might even send you two or three in spring for the stamp if you're really nice. We could sign one. Oh, we could autograph it. If only, you want, only slightly degrade the if value. You, if you it. want first edition, these are the very first edition. I'm holding one in my hands for the Theater of the Mind people at home. First edition print, PA Podcast Express cards, business cards for the show. Just email us and we'll autograph them and send them to you. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be worth ones of dollars eventually. Uh, you might be able to drop it in one of those little things, and we might get a free lunch somewhere at a restaurant or something. That'd be pretty fantastic. There's no phone numbers for the restaurant to call, though. No, but there's an email address. It, I mean, who calls anybody this day and age? Which, by the way, my gear to grind, motherfuckers. So I go to check my mail because, yes, I'm old. I appreciate checking my mail, but it's mostly just bills at this point. Yeah. And, you know, someone made a very hostile and overly aggressive move that I'm not happy about. They unsolicitedly sent me a goddamn phone book. You notice how thin they've gotten? Very thin. What's the point? But that's, what kind of play? No, wait, wait, let me see that phone book. What quick. kind of shit is that? What kind of play is that where they send you unsolicited a fucking phone book? Because one thing that I noticed about this, looking at one a couple of years ago, right, is uh, they're pretty, pretty desperate to fill this thing with something. And I'm wondering if I still have a phone number from 23 years ago in here. Does anyone else feel personally attacked when they send them an unsolicited phone book? Oh, no, I do, too. I got ours the other day, and I'm like, what's the point, you bastard? Right? Like, it's a just it's a really a hyper-aggressive move by Big uh, Ma Bell, I feel like, don't you? Well, it's not even my bell anymore. This is a company called uh, Haibu, I believe. That Do they have a contact on there where we can spam them with all kinds of shitty emails? We, that we should be able to. But I believe this is put out by a company called 
Haibu. 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 They're not even local. That doesn't sound local. That sounds like... So they're they're importing your information. Not only are they overly aggressively spamming your ma- mailbox with physical books, they're also sending all of your contact information to China to be printed there. That's the hostile act. So if anyone would like to get a hold of me, <laughs> okay. you cannot do it at 810-648-4963. It's still in there under your name and... 23, 24 years. Can you look well, up? Well before I was married. So when I when I, <laughs> when I I came back to my parents' house from college, yeah. I'm like, well, I need the internet, so I'm going to get an internet line in here. You know, it was all dial-up then. Right. So this tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> That's a long time. So I'm time. like, I'm going to get a dedicated line for internet so I can download some stuff. Like Napster that. and shit like that. Yeah. Some songs. And, maybe uh, get yep, them, you know, I am right there. Line and, wire. Um, and yeah, my dad's in there too, and he has not had... His phone number is not a landline anymore, right? For like the last six years or so. But yeah, look, I'm I'm right there in the middle, inner column of uh, of the page on the left. Well, I'll be damned. There it is. Wow. Well, now, let's take a look if I'm in here. Well, Mister Nickel, let's see. Let's see if I'm in here. I hope you are. You so, know, here's a here's going to be a running feature. We're going to randomly select a page and a name and give you the name and the phone number of, for a random person out of the phone book. Is that wrong? No. It's public domain, right? It's probably right? not accurate anyways. Right. But I, do not call these people and tell them that we sent them. Actually, yes, call them and say, you should listen to this podcast. They've mentioned your name on it before. You know, you know who you should call? Who's that? From your butthole headquarters. <laughs> it is opening day of deer season, so that's uh, very prevalent. Well, I forgot the alphabet because I'm in the M's here. Oh man, there's a lot of M's around here. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, I was actually at one page away and I went too far. Let's see, nickel, N I C, N I C. Uh, I am not in here. However, my grandfather, who's been dead for about four or five years, is, and the other grandfather, who's been dead for three years, is in here. Well, it's in print. Yeah. So I mean, it's got to be accurate, right? Right. Let's see. Alan, he's my uncle. Dale, I know him. Daniel. Dennis is my uncle. Harlan was my grandfather. He was 376-4879. My mother is no longer Nickel. The phone number is still the same, but she's listed as Janet Nickel in here. And uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, let, let me see if I can find another one. That's crazy. So this one would be pretty amazing if it was still in there. <laughs> What a what a what an act though! Like what a how presumptuous! Like we know you don't know how to use Google. Here's a phone book. It's just oh, just grinds my gears. Really grinds my gears. It's 2021. We're supposed to have flying cars. Instead, we get fucking printed phone books. Still, I, I'm amazed by this. All right, go on. My uh, grandfather, who passed away when I was 19, yeah, um, is not in here. But my cousin is, who has not lived in michigan for like 30 years nice way to way to update it yeah well this is accuracy right this is, it's in print. So, so they have the audacity to send you a phone book and then they don't even bother to update the information killing me they're killing me is there a crossword in that fucking thing at least to redeem itself i don't believe so are there coupons there is not there's no, no crossword. This is not Haibu. This is Thumbs Up Directory. Oh, well, thank you, Thumbs Up Directory. Just keep it local. But update your shit. But they do claim to be... They do have the Yellow Pages logo. 
The Yellow Pages is now owned by Haibu. Remember, let your fingers do the walking? Yeah. And uh, now you just give them the finger. Just Yeah, here's, here's what you can do with your damn phone book. You can just roll it up, shove it up your candy ass. You know, if you cut that upright, you could level out several tables with that. Oh, especially in here at the old Silver Tavern. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be a good move. <laughs> Let's see. Thumb Insurance Agency. What else is in here? Uh, family Eye Care. Let us, let us help you get your advertising right on target. So right. Thumbs up directory, 989-868-9799. Get it right. Wow. But I just, I got this. And my kids are like, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm fucking angry. And they're like, why are you angry, Dad? I'm like, because they sent me a, a goddamn phone book. And, of course, my kids looked at me like I am insane because I probably am. Like, what's a phone book? Right. They're like, oh, I don't know what a phone book is. They were fascinated by the whole thing, too. But anyway. Oh, their website is god-awful, too. Really? It's like it was made with front page. <laughs> Some 12-year-old put together their, their website for them. <laughs> they, have a, uh, they have a Twitter feed from Michigan Travel. Nice. A news feed from the Flint Journal and Saginaw News. Just your basic, like, RSS feed. Nice. A sports RSS feed. The weather and nothing else. The weather and nothing else. Yeah, it's... it's. This is great. Oh, coupons. Let's kick, click on coupons, see what they have. Well, they have nothing on that page. They have nothing. Officially, we have nothing. Well, shit, right? Oh, these... I mean... Yeah, they, this is awful. This is awful. Have we wow. re- have have we received any emails? Boy, I hope nothing of this caliber. Boy, this is awful. Yeah, this is god awful. Well, they're in the business of printing phone books. Think about that. You print phone books. You issue this once a year, and you send them to people without them asking. So what's your revenue stream here? Is uh, Your advertisers, right, would be your revenue stream. That's how the whole thing continues. I, I use, we can complain about them, but I used this analogy with somebody earlier today. How do you sink a ship that floats on the bottom of the seafloor? Right. Because Holy that, shit. that's essentially what we have here. Right. You know, though, I'd like to buy an ad in this publication. Should we should buy an ad in the publication. Get a hold of them and see how much that would cost us. Oh, it's ridiculously stupid expensive for is it? something that nobody looks at because all the information is wrong. Well, I want to spend my money on ridiculous shit anyway, so let's do it. <laughs> right? Get another flamethrower. I bet you they'd be about the same. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, that's a valid point. One sets dumpsters on fire. The other one is a dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell them, hey, I have a, a very unique way to get rid of all the phone books that you don't send out because nobody wanted them. Cue the flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, flamethrower versus. We still got to get that going. I know it. You know, I feel like I'm failing at so much in life right now, including my day job, which is why I want to quit it because it's just too difficult. They take up so much time. They're so too. much of my capacity. If I could just have <clears> the time back that I spend getting ready for my day job. Right be a lot happier person no i I agree like this is the happiest i've been on a monday in a long time and what's the what's the factor i didn't have to go to work today i took a vacation day which god bless america for giving vacation days but the work week should really be four days long not five three three sounds good what happened to george jetson's like nine hour work weeks right 
I mean, flying cars. You know, here's a bitch that I have. Go on. I would bitch about the fact that last Wednesday we hit a deer with our car. You see, what had happened was... Third one in three years. <laughs> so you and I are two for two then in the last two weeks yes. for hitting deer. But that's not my bitch. Okay, that, yeah, fuck deer. Deer are going to do what deer do. Yeah, there's a lot of them paying the price for it today. So I'm not going to bitch about that. It but these, is the Holocaust. Which, where's the fucker who thought, hey, we're going to have flying cars by 2020, 2021? That's because a bunch of horse shit. I don't have a flying car. If I did, I would not hit deer. Oh, unless deer figured out a way to fly. They won't. Reindeer, maybe. You're right. But I'm willing to take one of those bastards out. I don't believe deer others. would figure out the way to fly either. You, but, might, you might hit geese, but I'd be all, all right with that. That's okay. I don't think they do nearly as much damage as a deer's. No. Plus, no. they don't have the advantage of having a center of gravity when they're in the air. Very true. Wow. So they lose a lot of leverage right there. Yes. Because when things are airborne, they, they don't really have, they only no. have the momentum they've gem- generated. Yes. So I'm, I'm thinking flying cars, where are they? And who lied to us and told us, uh, are, is it? We've been will, getting lied to our entire lives. Haven't people noticed this? Well, uh, so is it going to be one of these scenarios? The flying car brought to you by the makers of the phone book. Yes. I think that's what The we're flying car brought to you by the makers of the phone book. Q in coordinates. Yes. What do you mean, Q in coordinates? Can I just give you an address? Must take coordinates. Nine-digit coordinate needed, please. <laughs> Nine-digit coordinates. Invalid coordinates. <laughs> Taking you to the center of the sun. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> I, got, I fat-fingered the coordinates, and now I'm at my mother-in-law's house. I get no oh, respect. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I had some time, so I, I did work on my Rodney Dangerfield a little bit, but it's still terrible. It has a long ways to go. I would long. expect it to be terrible, yeah. There's still chocolate milk on that mirror behind you, by the way. Dude, Matt straight up sucks. On cue, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, you're in fuego tonight. Yes, yes. <clears throat> I'm excited about lots of things. That's still one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> Isn't that so wonderful? Mikey Smith's going to be here. I hope Matt's here. I have a gear to grind with him. Well, yeah. He's been, there's been a ton of Sasquatch news lately, and he hasn't been keeping us abreast on any of it. I watched a whole show on Sasquatch and thought, Matt's probably not even paying attention to this. Right? Like, what's he even doing? He's not even paying attention. Like, this is his job. We give him one job. He's our Sasquatch expert. Yeah. And and he's not experting. Right? He's He's... He's not. What's what's in? What's less than expert? Like novice, current spurt, like uh, enthusiast. He's more of a he's more of a Sasquatch enthusiast at this point. He's a Sasquatch know it all because nobody likes a know it all, right? No one fucking likes a know it all. That's what he is. No one likes a tattletale, Don Danny. Where'd that one go? It's in the lumberyard, Danny. What's wrong with lumberyards? I own three of them. Do you know where any of them are? No clue. Sorry, Caddyshack references here. Yeah. <laughs> you got to use the, the force. You know, you use the, the energy. Here, try it. Ties the Bible, hits it. Where'd that one go? It's in the lumberyard, Danny. <laughs> that was such brilliant writing. So what people don't realize is that those, those throwaway lines are what make a movie. Yeah. And I always notice that shit. Because everybody can write for the, the home run. But it's the little lines, it's the throwaways, the little moments that you're just like, oh shit, that and, was fucking sharp. And we, uh, 
we have 116 episodes of Throwaway Line. Oh Jesus Christ! It's all it's all filler and no killer when it comes to us. Yeah. The only thing we've ever come up with that was inventive at all was the bovisphere. Oh, and that's coming to fruition, man. I know it. They're going to start taxing you for having cows because of the bovisphere. Isn't that Spe- fucked especially up? Especially in Ohio. Right. Yeah, you're right. 116 episodes. This will be episode number 117. <clears throat> Getting some good feedback. A lot of great feedback from our episodes last week. So thank you, people that reach out and tell me. Apparently, thank, you. thank you to people who were on. Right. Shelly, you're awesome. You're welcome anytime. I don't want to oversaturate the market with you, though, because you're a very valuable commodity because you're a rare resource, which is a funny female. Yes. And also to uh, our impromptu guests, Sarah and Angelica. Yes. For singing the happy birthday song to the podcast. The podcast is now officially over a year old. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Happy birthday <laughs> wow. to you. Wow. Happy birthday, dear Express. There's so many things about that I love. <laughs> the way they pose it as a question. Right, like, like, really? The PNA Podcast Express? You got it. Nailed it. I mean, that that's what I respect, is the, the questionable <clears throat> process that they go through for that. The questionable, wait a minute, is that really the name of this bullshit? Uh-oh, we yeah. better get that in there. Yeah. So... Thank you to them. Ladies, you're welcome on the podcast at any time, too. The one thing I need to know is apparently at the end of the show that we did from Shady Shores, I mentioned that we're going to be giving away money, and I haven't bothered to go back and listen, but I need to. Because I guess I'm not above it or below it. We can give away money. That would be great. Yeah, sure. Why not? We're, we're apparently rich rich uh, podcasters at this point from everything I've heard from social media. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. We might be big podcasts now. We Ooh. might be. We, we've been Ooh. spending so much time raging against the machine. We might have become the machine. I think we have. Probably. Uh-oh. Uh, this kind of saddens me. This makes me angry. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a bit of a thing. Yikes. Oh, this isn't coming through, though. What are you trying to do here? Whatever it is, I'm sure it's brilliant. You'll have that on these big jobs. Huh, I don't know why this isn't playing. I I have no idea either, but whatever it is, I'm sure it's wonderful. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. We've had so many things that have been just fantastic, though, for the podcast in the past year. I mean, the Bovisphere is classic. Episode 2, Drink, that was classic. That was. Also, Free Bacon, classic. Fat People Making Your Taco Bell, super classic. 50th episode, busload of hot chicks showing up, just outstanding. Very, very classic. And classy. Yeah. Taking the show on the road. Guests that include people that don't want us to mention their names anymore on the podcast to those who are still gladly associated with the podcast. We have those, too? Yes. I don't know. I assume. Oh. It's kind of like when you're dating somebody. Like, even though your behavior doesn't change and you break up, all of a sudden the same behaviors that you were doing while you were dating are all of a sudden now you being an asshole. Isn't that a weird dichotomy in life? It is. Like, I was doing this shit while we were dating, but yet now you're an asshole for doing it once you break up. Well, like, he's yeah. such an asshole. Well, that played. I don't know why this isn't Just playing. like having a podcast. Like, sure, you came on the podcast 
we had fun. They were decent episodes to good episodes. Maybe you got a little overly intoxicated and said some unsavory stuff about yourself. But that's what we do on the podcast. I so don't be angry. Don't stuff. be angry that it's still happening and those episodes are still out there and you'd like them to be stricken from the record. I mean, that's not how this works. Right? That, we take accountability here on the PNA Podcast Express. Yes. We know we're fuck ups. It's okay. We embrace that fucked up didness. Boy, I have one on a soliloquy here while you're trying to figure out whatever the fuck you're doing. I think yeah, it was I, a decent one too, wasn't it? A decent soliloquy there oh, that I yes, just put on there? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I am very confused because YouTube will not play, um, but I can play like right. other stuff over the air here. I do like to go on monologues every once in a while, but I, I prefer I prefer not. But uh, so do we ha- what else do we have in the store? We we have stuff in store. I don't know. We had a pre-show meeting. We didn't. We really did. We kind of uh, skipped that. Part. We have some special guests for December thirteenth. We won't announce who they are yet. Yeah, but. but they they've been on before. Some classic marathon episodes. Some of our favorites. So uh, true fans will be able to piece that together. Yeah. And these guys we've done a lot with, including. Oh wait, you didn't have the drop. Oh yeah, you know. We've we've done a lot with I'm these sorry. guys. Here's here's what'll give it away. It, once we have it, oh, we're getting there. Oh, wheels are turning. Oh, the hamster's warming up. Oh, the wheel is starting to turn. Oh, I took that off. That oh. hamster's running his ass off. You got it. I forgot I took it off of there because I have it here. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get there. We're, we're like we're like riding a moped while fucking a fat chick right now. I mean, it may be going slow, but we'll get there. Yeah, probably, maybe, hopefully. If not, we'll just crash and burn. We've already done that. It's happened before. It's like life. Life is repetition and one continuous disappointment and failure after another until you achieve a victory. Yes. Really, if you think about it. I mean, we fail. We fail constantly. People fail constantly. Humans fail each other constantly. But yet, there's that one moment, that fleeting feeling of victory that we get to achieve every once in a while that seems to make everything okay. It could be the... If just for, for one moment. Massive jump in listenership we've had. Yeah, lately. what the fuck's going on with that? Thank you, people. Yeah. I mean, still tell more people. If you're listening and you enjoy our podcast, tell others about it. By all means, say, hey, you need to listen to this bullshit. And if you hate our podcast, I'm going to get back to saying this. If you hate our podcast, share it with the people you don't like then. We are up 39%. I know. It's which crazy. Is because I, Which is shocking because we were already up... A hundred percent from what I thought we could be right ever. So I looked at the numbers, and right now, for for episodes in one week, the first week downloads, we get as many as we used to get. Like we get four times as many in the first week, and more total in one week than we used to get for an episode being out there for four or five months. Well, I remember when we were hitting like a thousand. You know, we got excited because we hit. We had an up, you know. All right, we hit a thousand total downloads. Now we're getting that in like easily in a week now. Booyah shaka. Yeah. So that shit's happening. That's amazing. Whoever's out there, the five people who are downloading this two hundred times each. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fuck yeah, dude. We love it. Keep doing what you're doing. We will send yeah. you some money if you've created a software that will do that. We will put it out there on the internet. Right, just amp up those numbers. Yeah. I don't care if you're a robot. I find some robots very sexy, especially those sex doll robots. 
Yeah, which, thank God all the scarecrows are gone from Sandusky, because I was getting tired of that sex blow-up doll on the fucking courthouse lawn looking at me with her mouth agape every time I drove by. It was gross. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. Whoever put that there, shame, for shame, for shame. I, I saw what you're doing. I got the joke. I understood it. But, man, wow. Yeah. That's a deep cut right there. Yeah. Somebody like, tried to sneak one in. They're like, I tell you what, here's what I'm going to get away with this year in 2021. I'm going to put a sex blow-up doll on the lawn of the courthouse, and they will proudly display it. Yes. And they did. They did. They, they labeled it as their, part of their hero's arrangement. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I guess. Hey, blow up doll, you the real MVP out there. That's a hero to every 26-year-old virgin that there's ever been. <laughs> Just poking holes all over that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with enough friction, that thing will melt. <laughs> you got to use that Astro Lube. <laughs> you, can, you can park a Cadillac in a doghouse with that shit. <laughs> When you put a hole in it, don't you dare use super glue or you'll be in that thing forever. <laughs> Not going anywhere? Have a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point I'd just cut around. <laughs> cut around. What's this ring on your cock? Uh, that's Sheila, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect to ever be in this position. <laughs> I did not expect to go from blow-up doll to human this quickly. Yes. I kind of expected that would fall off naturally. I thought it would take years, if not months. Yes. And here you are. You answered my ad on Craigslist. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> Way to be sporty. The, I, uh, the whole, uh, I missed you in a, oh, oh I gotta, I'm making an adjustment on the board here to my sound. So Okay. So I just got a text from Mikey. He's not going to be in. So Oh, what the hell? I know. And we had such prime material to go over. I oh. will save the material. Now I'm going to have to come up with totally new material. Oh, oh gross. Oh. I can't, I don't have the mental capacity for this bullshit. Oh, you don't have material anyway. You're right. Oh, shit. Well. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So what else is going on in your life? You know, just hitting deer. Yeah. Uh, taking names. We devised a plan today, Jeff McConaughey and I, to get rid of my cat. So I, nice. I, su- I suggest that I've been letting the cat out in hopes it runs away. Because for those of you don't, that don't know, the cat is not mine, and I don't like cats. It's my ex-girlfriend's cat. She is now in Thailand. So And probably doesn't give a rat's ass about the cat. She does. She asks about it all the time when she talks to my kids and my mother. Yes, she doesn't talk to me. She still talks to my kids and mother on the regular. Well, honestly, that's the way most people would prefer it. Right. And anyway, well, they're the best part of me by far. So obviously, right? So this cat, I've been letting it out in hopes it just won't come back. And I'm like, maybe I'll just start feeding it outside and move the dish closer and closer to the neighbor's house till it's on their porch, right? And then she'll just go in their house. And Jeff is like, well, why don't you just move it to the middle of the road? And I'm like, that's a solid idea right there. And then to, to top it all off, if somebody does hit your cat, you can pull a guilt trip on them, and maybe they'll reward you with some cash or something out of your, your you know, out of guilt. No, they'll probably bring you another damn cat because oh, they're plentiful. Well, then you just have that one hit in the middle of the road, too. And we did say it would be a good Ponzi scheme to just keep going. If they paid you cash, be like, here's 50 bucks. I'm so sorry. Just do it again next week with somebody else. And just keep doing it. And then yeah. we, we suggested pay, uh, you know, putting the cat's name on the food dish. But then he's like, well, we'd have to you know, change it every time. I'm like, why can't we just call the cat the same name? You don't have, cats don't know what their names are. They could give two fucks. 
So you just call the cat the same name? That yeah. Then it saves on crayons. Kitty. <laughs> Kitty. Fuck you, Kitty. You're gonna spend the night outside. Presidents. Man, you're diligently thinking over there. Well, I, I'm really. You're glad. leaving me to my own vices over here. And you I am, know how I'm the sorry. show goes when that happens. Something, something distracted me because it's driving me crazy. I know you get you get locked into these things. Yeah. When something's not working as it should. And but uh, I believe I've figured out a workaround, which makes me happy. Good, 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 good. We actually have Brooke working tonight. I take it. I take it. Lyndon didn't bother showing up tonight. Well, he's not here. Lyndon. Yeah, meatloaf. Oh, boy. I'm actually almost ready for meatloaf. Meatloaf, yeah. Ready for some meatloaf? <laughs> oh, man. So everybody's bailing on the goddamn show. I don't understand what's going on. If it's just us, it's going to be a long night. Or yes. not. I don't know. Hopefully, Metholomew shows up. I'll text him right now. Ugh. So now I'm working on something, and you're working on something. The listeners are just going to have to appreciate some dead air. Don't well, we have we, like a, we won't leave them with dead air. I don't want to leave them to their vices either. Don't, yeah, I know. Jesus Christ! If you're jerking off right now, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Just wait. Yeah, we'll get. You know, it's a slow build. It's a slow build, but Phil's wearing just a t-shirt tonight instead of his normal t-shirt and sweatshirt. I am. Just in case anybody's wondering, it's quite warm in here. And I'm in kind of just a t-shirt as well. Yeah, it's, it's very warm in here because on opening day, they crank up the heat. The heater. <laughs> the well, heat is let's on. be honest. There was snow on the ground this morning. Yeah. Which did not make me happy. Hello, everyone. I, uh, this is what I've been trying to get. And you didn't listen to our trailer? That is okay because a lot of people didn't. Is this the PNA podcast? I am. It is. I am here with my friend. Yes, I am here. I am here. My name is Austin. Austin. Is this where they explain they're on a gap year? No. I think so, yeah. I didn't know. We've been friends for how long? We are on a gap year. We were both homeschooled. So, if you (laughs) We were both homeschooled. We both... uh, We met at a band uh, convention. We both... We're both homeschooled. We both were molested by our teacher. And... Willingly. (laughs) And I wanted to get the teacher fired from the school, but it didn't work. But then she was still my mom. <laughs> it was just awkward at, at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had to hire a new teacher. Um, <laughs> my mother was angry. I got her fired. And then and then she was still my mother. And she continued to molest me, but in a different capacity. We weren't allowed to go to the music lessons with all the other uh, homeschooled kids anymore. Because they were afraid my mom would fondle them, too. Yeah. Yeah. They heard about her Roomba. <laughs> That's why we have to... My mom gets drunk on Sunday nights on, on, on box wine. And that's why we release our episodes on Monday mornings, because she sleeps until 8.30. <laughs> well, she, uh, she's she got a really short push stick on her Roomba, and she pushes it weird. Mostly just scoots around on it. Mostly just scoots. Just scoots just around scooting. on it. Just scooting. We call it the scoots. Yeah. Right. Hey, Mom, you got a case of the scoots again? Now get away. <laughs> That's a great mom voice right there. That's the best and the worst right there. Now. <laughs> if your mom sounds like that, I feel for you. I really do. Because I'm sure she's a lovely woman. 
I'm positive that at some point, given both of our penchant for uh, finding trouble, <laughs> that we uh, both of our moms sounded like that at some point. Oh, at some point, just all just pissy and gargly and nasally and not giving a fuck. Because I know my mom, when she'd get really mad, she'd call my brother's names out first, so it would be Scott. We call that roll call, yeah. Roll call. Scott Rat Adams. So my mother, both of my sisters were absolute angels. They didn't cause any trouble at all. So my mother never did roll call because I was the only one that ever got in trouble. Yeah, I had two brothers. My sister probably got in more trouble than any of us, but they never... They so, just let, she was the only girl. So, so for my mother, it was always, fill up Jeffrey Nickel, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Fudge. Oh, fudger doters. We didn't introduce each other. He's Adam. I'm Phil. We did. Hi. This is our podcast. Now, let me explain. We've been friends for a while. How long? And, uh, How we've been long? friends for like 22 years. We, we met on a gap year. Yeah. yeah. Met gap year. Um, we, uh, we met at uh, we met Community at, College. And, 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 and then we, we decided we ran into the same circles because we met at band practice. We're, making, and, we're taking and it was for, an for exploratory the, class at Community College. And it was for the band Dread Trip. <laughs> I, uh, I, I make light of that because actually Mary and I met in like this weird exploratory class that they made you take really? right out of high school at Community College. I tried banging chicks in uh, Community College all the time and none of them were having it. So I was even repulsive then. So if, you, huh. if you're repulsive at, like, 19 years old, I, I mean, it's game over, man. Did you also end up at Saginaw Valley after I uh, did, yes, of course, yeah. Community College? So I went to community college for one year at SC4, and then I went to Saginaw Valley, yes. Nice. And uh, I, I gurgitated from there. Yeah. It was nice. Very nice. And yeah. So Lyndon didn't show up? Did he call you or anything? Did he? He got into a what? A car accident? Is he Okay. Nothing's hurt, including his car, but he was in a car accident. It's a very mild car accident. Very conven- yeah, it was very. It was a mild inconvenience. A deer almost ran into me, and I was so shooken. Why can't these people fucking show up to work? People, show up to work if you have a job. Yes. Oh, they're, yeah. All they do is they're sick, and then they don't feel good or don't want to come in. And that's fine. Then don't work. Yeah. Because for me, you make a commitment. When you're making a commitment, you say, hey, I'm showing up at this time, this established time. We, I, I took the job. I, therefore, have a contract with you to come into work, right? So now you're not doing that, and that's fine. Quit. I like it. I like it. You, I'm not. I'm not begging you to I work. Agree. I schedule I agree. you the days you say you want to work. It's show up for them. You have a job here because it's beneficial to both of us. Yes. For one, you can you you establish something that I'd like for you to perform, and for two, you get paid for it. I just feel like this generation, and this is the Gen Z, or what is it, Gen Z? That the, the generation we're a part of now. I lost track after X. They don't. In their minds, and I've seen this a lot on Facebook, and I, I guess it attributes to it. There's this idea where we're the workforce. You as employers don't need us. But you went out and searched for the job. Like, right. you took the job. You have to understand that there's a, there's work that needs to be done in a job. You know, you sound like me, and I said I'd never sound like that, uh, ever. Know. 
I, I'm only 27, I, and I sound like I'm 40. I, I, too, shake my fist at people on my lawn. Yes. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, do you, like, when you're not at work, do you sit on the deck and yell at kids? Yeah. I just wait for them to fall off their bikes and laugh at them. Yeah. Uh, trip on the sidewalk, you yes. know? Yeah. yeah. Or sideswipe vehicles in front of the bar. Oh, that was- oh I, that's a story I have to tell. There's- oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, Friday night, Saturday night. I, I, what was I doing? Oh, I went down, which th- there's stories when Mikey can come on about our, our travels to Westphalia on Saturday with JB and Mikey Smith and I, cowboy. Um, so we didn't get back to like 830 or so. And I decided to, I, I went home for a little bit and then I came up to the bar here. It was a decent night, but all of a sudden somebody comes in and they're like, what's, why is there, why are there vehicle parts all over the road out front? Like who's driving a <laughs> shitty old vehicle that's like losing parts? I'm like, what are you talking about? So we go out there, and there's a, uh, a small Ford Ranger pickup parked in front of the bar, and it belongs to a young man who lives in the apartments next door. And there was another little silver car, which belongs to one of the patrons that was in here. Apparently, somebody had come through doing about 40 miles per hour, and they sideswiped the little silver car, took off the mirror, and left some, swapped some paint. But they hit that ranger so hard that, like, it shifted and broke the back axle, smashed up the bed. Holy and just shit. Fucked and they right drove up. away after that? They kept driving. Joey heard it because he had just got back from his event. And he stepped out and he just saw them speeding away with all kinds of noises emitting. So we walk out there and I'm looking down and I'm like, and people are like, holy fuck, what the? I'm like, well, I, it's easy. We just need to look for a black Ford F-150. And they're like. How the fuck do you know that? What do you know? I'm like, well, it's easy. They left part of the fender right there with a badge on it that said F-150. <laughs> <laughs> like, now you're a fucking detective, My too. My powers of deduction are great. Man, meanwhile, Mike, get the hell of justice. You should have went into a whole thing about, well, I went out and I felt the <laughs> yeah. warmth patterns on the... Uh, right. And, and, and the wheelbase could only be that of a oh, 2008 oh, F-150. It's about a 2018 F-150, yeah. 2018, all right. Yeah, well. and, and, and it was black. I can tell that because I'm not racist or anything, but it, there's black paint. On the side of the car. Yes. Yeah. And then it had to be traveling west because, well... Well, I mean, that's the way the momentum carried the little shitty Ford Ranger. Yes. But the sad part is, is this poor kid, who I know he's a hard worker, the sheriff's department couldn't wake him up because it was later. They banged on his door, but they towed it away. So he had to come out the next day, and his truck had, like, toolboxes in the back and a lawnmower and everything else. And uh, Joey said, they, uh, Brooke said, he came over a little afternoon and was like, hey, did you guys have my truck towed? Because it was parked in front of the bar. And I'm like, no, sorry, dude. Like, No, it had yeah. to be towed because it didn't have an axle anymore. Right. But it's also funny because the, the sheriffs, the, the, the deputies were out here. And they're like looking at it. They'd been there for about 10 minutes. I'm like, so you boys are looking for a black F-150. They're like, what? What? How? How? I'm like, oh, do I have to go through this again? I'm like, you guys have walked all the way around that part that was on the ground, that part of the fender with the badge on it they'd walked around numerous times and i'm like it's right here this came off the truck that hit them now let's be honest sa saturn came back and he witnessed it he yeah came, he went forward in time then came back in time to tell you about what all happened so he's he like man you see i was minding my own business outside of the silver tavern <laughs> when all of a sudden a westbound ford f-150 black in color Calamity ensued. Yeah, bedlam everywhere. Oh boy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jared. We might yeah. we might hire you back again. Yeah, we might have to have you back. Quit trying to fuck my mom back in nineteen seventy two. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. 
Actually, it would have been 1975. <laughs> Don't you love it when you uh, inhale and almost choke yourself out? Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Getting old sucks. Let me tell you what. I feel pains now that I'm like, woo, that's new. Yeah. Like an old I'm in feeling. a boot because I broke something I didn't know I was, broke. <laughs> I didn't even know it was broken. Whoa! And because I'm old, they assume that it was a hundred other problems. Right. And then I go, can I get an x-ray? Huh. Yeah, we can do an x-ray. Oh, your free heel's fractured. You're like, what the shit, man? Wow, I'm really going to feel like an asshole if I set up both of these other mics and nobody shows up. Uh, that would make you an asshole. Ah, I feel like a loser. Thanks. Somebody will get in here that gets on. They uh, always do. It's early yet. We, we're recording this one fairly early for us. Yeah, we're usually not even setting up by now. Right. We're usually about three beers deep and just setting up. And we might start rolling right about now, generally. It's about. It's not quite seven yet, and generally we start our episode about seven. Yeah. But we wanted to knock this one out just to give you some genuine Adam and Phil uh, time. Old school. Old school feel. S-K-O-O-L. Just us grinding gears and bitching about other things. Yeah. Because so, that's what we do. That's what we. That's how we roll. So did we receive any emails this week in a podcast? Why doesn't anybody email us? You know, that crushes my soul that nobody emails us. I almost emailed the podcast drunk the other night. So this is my theory. I think we beg too much for emails. It's a privilege to email us. You're you goddamn filthy, right. You filthy dogs. You fucking email us. If you're jumping into our inbox, uh, you should feel special. Yeah, if we let you in our box. That's right. If we exclusively you about that. let you in our box, just like that blow-up doll on the courthouse lawn, you yes. should feel special. Yeah. They could be standing there mouth agape in so, our That mailbox. was so wonderful, yes, because I spent so much time think, driving by that thing thinking, I need to stop and take a photo because no one will believe me. And then your wife was out randomly taking a stroll around Sandusky taking photos because she's a photographer. Yes. And she had a beautiful shot of this thing, and I stole it from her and put it on my phone, and of course I passed nice. that around, yeah. Nice. <laughs> So it was a professional quality. How many how many sex blow-up dolls have had professional photos of themselves taken? I think probably more than you know. More than you would think, right? But it must not be a genre you look up. I, d- I don't look that one up. No, me either. I've been really into the point of view stuff lately. Oh, well, nice. It's kind of nice because even though I know that's not my dick and mine's not nearly that big, I can sometimes get in the, the, the thought of that's me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and every fun. now and then the chick will flash a view of a look of disappointment. And you're like, yeah, that was for me. That's the stuff right there, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll look at me just like a angry Jewish mother looks at her son. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Keep doing it. Oh, that's some schnitzel right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your disapproving look means everything to me. Now make eye contact so I can finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think. Maybe it was seventh grade when we started, like, we connected as friends. <laughs> now, well, no, actually, playing this in high-quality audio right. gives it a whole new amount of, of shittiness. Yeah. Oh, thank Next God. Year, yes, I, like, I thought yeah, that, too. I'll never see him again. I'll never see him again. And, uh, yeah, because we both, like, disappeared for, like, two yes. years. And then, and then, uh, I still, one of my favorite things ever is that somehow people believed we produced this ourselves. <laughs> I know. Did it? Like, that's giving us way more credit. Like, I'm proud people will think we were are that cunning and smart. Yeah, like, we would have, A, the ambition to do it. Right. You know, like, oh, let's do this side thing so we can make fun of it. It's like, yeah, not our game. That's a long con right there, if you yeah. think about it. We don't, have the, we don't have that kind of attention span, do we? No. 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 So, you know, 
there's that, and then there's the fact that we would be smart enough to pull something like this off. Right. You know. That's, I mean, I fancy ourselves pretty intelligent and smart, and I think we write pretty well as far as comedy, although I, what we do is generally improv. Right. We don't really write anything. And but, this, this would be writing. Yes. I'm going to be a music school student. I'm a music school student. <laughs> oh, what are you going to play? I'm going to play the Roomba. I'm going to play the skin flute. We have to record the podcast at 7.30 on Mondays because my mom won't let me practice my music until 8.30 in the morning when she gets up. <laughs> because she doesn't want it to interfere her box wine hangover. <laughs> we, like, in a good way, not normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a good way, not normal. Oh, boy. I'm going to actually have to boost the audio on that because I was right. cranking that up. That's hilarious shit, though. I mean, oh, oh it fuck. is. It is. So there's two things that can get us out of this, and one of them is, of course, the continued growth of the podcast. Yes. And the other one is we have to start doing more. I know that sounds gross, Adam, but we need to start doing more. Like, I need, we need to do the series of, like, Flamethrower versus. I've, our, got, a, I've got a list tour, of... Our tour was actually big. And we're going to get back to that. We are going to get back on the road. It's just we, we hit... It's me. Blame it on me. Like, it, is, I, it is, Phil. It is. Um, Partially me, too. Sometimes I, I, I need the comfort of familiarity, and I thought I think I needed that for a couple weeks, especially with our birthday of the podcast rolling around. It's a tough time of year for me. I mean, because the podcast turned one, and really that, that first year just flew by so quick that I, 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 my baby really doesn't need me very much anymore. Oh, it does. It, it does. does. It still does. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just in a different it's, way. It's growing and it's right. it's getting Be- becoming independent. And, right. Yeah. Just soon you won't you won't be, have to change its diapers, but okay. it will still it will still need you to buy food for it. Okay. It's going to want to scarf off your cell plan, like adjust the thermostat and reset the internet modem and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. That's a capacity I can live with. Definitely. So, it just I'm I'm struggling with a lot of things right now. Um, the holidays are always tough for me. Thanksgiving's one of my favorites, but after that, it all goes downhill. Yeah, Thanksgiving is one of my favorites too. But I'll, I'll be honest, since my mom passed, like it's our Thanksgiving's used to be like thirty people I would know. come over, and now it's like everybody just disperses a little you, bit. You know, is it me or is this a commonality? When I was a kid, like our grandparents' generation, really held things together like that. Like we had big productions, big events when I was growing up at my grandparents' house where the whole family would be there. And I'm talking, like you said, 30 people, 40 people. Yeah. And it was both my grandparents did this. But once there, my grandmother died. And, of course, once the family started to grow older, we kind of grew apart and we don't do that anymore. And I worry about that because those are some of my favorite memories for the holiday. But now me, I thank God my mother still tries to do a lot of that. But it just doesn't feel the same. Maybe it is no. the same. Maybe it's different. I think for our generation, it doesn't because what you're used to. Now, my mom was always the catalyst for as long as I can remember. She was the catalyst that got everybody together. Right. You know, my my grandma was more let my mom do that type of thing for as long as I can remember. And my mom just thrived on that. Planning the big meal, cooking two giant turkeys. Right. You know, just just doing all of that. She loved it. Like, I I remember a point when I felt bad, but then I... like I wanted to help, and I'd offer help, but I'd just be given little remedial tasks. Right. But you come to realize that these people, these grandmothers, these mothers, these wonderful women, enjoy this because they want to see and make their family happy. Right. And they, you know, right now in my family, anyways, 
all of us, all of us kids, you know, my, my dad turns 80 on Wednesday. Okay. Um, but all of us kids are, you know, our kids are all fairly young. Yeah. We, you know, my siblings are all grandparents. I am not yet, knock on wood, because my kids aren't that old. But it could happen at any point It now. could happen at any time. But, uh, and it wouldn't be outlandish. No. It'd no. be a little young, but yeah. But it, it's one of those scenarios that, uh, you know, I, I think that because everybody's busy and they have their own immediate family stuff going on right that there's nobody to set the, set up that organization yet right like to to dedicate the time and all the hours that it takes to carry it out to carry it out and i so i think that that's what ends up happening and then and people are so busy now like yeah we don't, there are so many things that occupy everyone's time now it didn't it seems like life moves a lot faster and i was there i grew up in it but compared to like the '80s and even the '90s to now, like there's we're just bombarded with so many more things going on. I feel like, well, that and everything is instant gratification. So when you have right. to wait for something, it's it's very odd, and, and people are very quick to make plans, but yet they don't want plans. They're very non-committal. Right. That's one of the things that I've noticed is like oh, people yeah. are just non-committal on stuff. Well, that feeds right into Brooks' rant about workers too. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Kids, I mean, it's not a generational thing. It's happening across generations. It doesn't matter if you're eight or fifty. Older people tend to honor commitments. That's just part of their generation and growing up. But a lot of people don't honor commitments anymore. It's just it means nothing. I try to. That's one of my things, and I think I've discussed this before. When I was going through my metamorphosis into being a, a better person, because I wasn't the person I wanted to be when I got divorced, one of the big things I listed is honor commitments. If I commit to doing something, and you can attest to this, I'll call you and I'll be like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to make it. I can't, or I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know if I have the energy. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I honor that commitment. Oh my goodness. Cookie, what's up? Oh Holy my God, coming cow. in clutch. Holy crap. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Yeah. Well, welcome. Look at this. He brought us a big charcuterie plate. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we've got cookie sausage right it, in front of us. It wasn't the sausage that I thought I'd want to put in my mouth, though. That looks magnificent. <laughs> that is the nicest thing anybody's done for me in a long time. Thank you. Wow. What? Well, grab a beer, have a seat. You're trying. Okay. Did you go deer hunting? Well, t- no, I'll save these questions. We're, we're actually ready to wrap this episode up. Let's okay. get, let's uh, kill this one. We'll start the next one. Okay, that sounds good. You got minutes. You got minutes. We're going to just wrap this one up. We're just finishing the uh, initial episode, and you can grab a beer and relax for a minute, and we'll uh, we'll get you on. And uh, anyway, how do you how do you want to end this show? Uh, this is the end of the show. Oh, my goodness. Coming in clutch, Adam Filkins. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. PNA Podcast Express, PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Pineapple Nipple Our Soul at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, make good choices.